are We the People of Maryland, and our mission is to advocate for your right to control your livelihood, your property, your family, and your destiny. Our vision is to provide an organized outlet for Americans who are frustrated by government overreach. Good evening, patriots. This is John Connor coming to you from the We the People studios. We're tucked away high atop Harford County, out of the reach of the bad guys. Tonight, we've got a couple of patriots for the uh, second edition of the Live Free, Die Last podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking about schools. And as always, we're going to be bringing the truth. Lord is getting ready to smite the enemies of freedom. All right. Tonight in the studios, we have Josh. Say hello to the people, Josh. Good evening. Glad to be back. All right. And we also have one of the foremost parental right advocates in Harford County, we call her Mama Bear, but she goes by Kayla. Hi, it's nice to be here. All right, so we're going to be getting into a lot of things tonight. I think the first thing we want to talk about is, I don't know if anybody saw the newspaper article, but uh, the Tennessee legislature is talking about returning federal money with for the school system, federal school system money, so that they're not under their control anymore, so that they can have more local control of their children's education. Um I think they're probably doing this because of all the uh, the the crummy curriculum that the feds are, are shoving down everybody's throat. Of course, Maryland's diving in head first with this stuff, but uh, we got a lot of the same bad juju here in, in Harford County, right? That's why Kayla has been speaking out. That's why Josh has been going to all these county council meetings and speaking out. I don't know if you guys want to just tell us what's so bad about the curriculum in Harford County. Um, well, we have them implementing DEI, which is um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and they are doing it um, covertly, uh, right under parents' noses, where they're bringing in um, pornographic books, uh, CRT curriculum, um, gender ideology curriculum, and um, all kinds of bad stuff under the guise of this social and emotional learning, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion. Wow, that's a lot. Of, that's a that's a lot to talk about there. I mean, pornography. So we've seen some of these books, right? It, the, one of the first things we were doing was trying to get rid of these books and reading them at, at council meetings and things, and they really didn't appreciate it, did they? Kick some of the best people I know out trying to read them and trying to bring uh, attention to what was going on in the schools. And this actually, it's not just during COVID. This actually was starting way before that, and I'll just. Name the elephant in the room. In 2018, when Dr. Bolson, uh, the superintendent of Harford County Public Schools, was hired, at his very first um, presentation to all of his staff, he did some, uh, explained some very disturbing things and laid the framework that, you know, things that were going to be addressed within this county in the upcoming years. And then you had the implementation of the lockdowns. And you had uh, Dr. Paula Stanton come out and say, we are going to review every piece of curriculum. And make sure that it includes equity and it includes all these other things that Kayla just mentioned. And, you know, it's, so it's been going on for a while. So when they ousted the conservative Barbara Canavan, they brought in this out of town person, Dr. Bolson, and he went and implemented this uh, DEI CRT laden curriculum with gusto. And uh, it, it, in the beginning, there, there was a lot of outrage and uh, right up through the election. Uh, and now we've got three new appointed members that were appointed by the, the new county executive Cassidy. So we've got some new board members. I haven't heard them 
talking about eliminating Bolson yet, but hopefully that's the plan. Well, the three new appointed board members are uh, supposedly starting in mid-July, I believe. Um, they've been appointed, but they haven't been active. But good thing you bring the, bring up the addressing Dr. Bolson, because last week it, I did call him out. I did address it with him. And bringing up one of the topics um, and diving right in, it's being implemented in our schools. And what I did was I went in front of the Board of Education and explained to them, and you two can understand this, that the Board of Education, those elected members have one employee. And that's Dr. Bolson. It's not the other way around. It's not all of his attorneys and his uh, mentors and directors and everybody else, because that that system is very top heavy right now. All this money that we're taking in and giving to the school system, it's really not going to the kids. It's, it's going to administration and as they grow and grow and grow. Yeah, that's a great point. So, um, Kayla, I know you, you've talked about uh, the literature that's in the schools. Uh, you have any any more insight, any more depth that we can go into with some of the, the terrible literature and why it's so terrible? I mean, hey, let's take the what's wrong with it? Well, first, I don't think that parents understand um, really how these books got into the schools. Um, so I want to take it back a little bit. In March 20 of tw- um, 2020, when everybody was shut down for COVID, uh, Maryland changed the law in Comar. And um, so they actually changed the wording. So these books that are being implemented in schools, unless they're an actual photograph or a video of an actual person, they're no longer considered pornography or pornographic in nature. So um, so they're just drawings. Yes. So we have hundreds of books being filtered into our school that have um, nude drawings in them, um, people uh, performing sexual acts on each other. And things of that nature. And because they're not actual photos, they're not considered pornographic. And that's how they're being able to stay in our middle school and high school libraries. Ah, but these are actually detailed drawings. We're not talking about, you know, the mud flaps you see on the trucker with the naked girl. Absolutely not. Um, One of the new books that came through this time around is called Let's Talk About It. Um, And it actually has fully nude um, transgender and... Uh, regular drawings in it. Yeah, I'm not even sure I know what that is. Josh, do you have anything to add to this? Again, you know, these books, they date back, I think, 2020. And, you know, bringing, in my review, I should say, and bring which Kayla is bringing up, the secondary piece to this is within the school system, you have the librarians bringing in these books and making the recommendations. Um, yes, they all might not be inside of the classroom specifically, but they're inside the school. They're being accessed and they're definitely being talked about amongst the students and the teachers and the staff. Um, and that doesn't leave the place for the parent to implement, you know, values and morals, you know, the family values that we expect our children to grow up with. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I've, I've actually seen some of these books and I think it's quite disgusting. And I know Kayla, when you were running, you showed, uh, had a brochure made and you showed a lot of the elderly people and people that weren't didn't have kids in school and they were actually appalled by it yes yeah and um we actually couldn't share that flyer through any social media platform um because it was so vulgar um they wouldn't allow it to be shared they would censor it um i got banned from facebook for 60 days for trying to share it so that gives you a little idea of how bad it really is so i have a question for you both is is this type of things leading leading to any um you know actual vulgar vulgarness in the schools or 
Do you know of anything that's going on that, that parents may be upset with? Absolutely. Um, first of all, they're sexualizing these children on a daily basis. So, um, the violence and the sexual assault has drastically increased in the schools. Um, and also they're pushing this narrative on the students with diversity, equity, and inclusion, and this transgender ideology. So they're actually causing reverse racism in our schools. And um, we're, we're catering to one culture. We're holding one culture or one group rights above, you know, everyone else's just to appease another group. So, um, there's a lot of violence going on in the schools, um, fights breaking out, you know, because of disagreements and, um, a lot of bullying going on. Wow. You've seen the videos. I mean, from schools that I wouldn't even think that some of this stuff would be happening in is some of the worst stuff that, that I've seen, you know, throughout Throughout the the past few years, and it's just getting worse and worse, and you can see it in our society as well. And you know that's a that's a whole different conversation right there. But it's again, I take it back to Dr. Bolson coming in in his very first presentation to his staff in 2018. It was at Hartford Community College. He's saying all these things that we are going to do this. That you know, Hartford County is is needs this implemented because. Well, he followed this up, I believe it was in 2019 or 2020 in front of the Hartford County delegation when he called Hartford County citizens racist. Yeah, this guy, this guy needs to go. He, he's an out-of-towner that's come in here with his radical agenda that the people do not want, and he's calling us names, and despite the fact that the parents don't want these things, he's doing things behind their back, too. So I, I think we probably should tell them some of this stuff as well. I like dive right into it. You know, uh, last week I went in front of the board of education and I, um, I gave them some information. I asked them to do an investigation. I sent them this information and we'll see what happens, but it basically, so everybody that out there listening, what you should be asking for is on October 14th, 2021, what did, what did Patrick P Spicer, the attorney at that time for Harper County public schools email as a memorandum to the instructional leadership team of Harper County Public Schools, which included Dr. Bolson, amongst other high-ranking officials in his staff. The subject line was two, there was two subject lines. The first was inquiries of students made by school staff regarding a student's gender identity or sexual orientation. And subject line two is disclosure by school staff to parents of a student's gender identity or sexual orientation. We need to know what that memorandum was about. We need to know what that meeting was about. Because I followed this up with a FOIA request to the to the attorney asking them, can I get a copy of this memorandum and the contents? They said, no, it's it's confidential. I followed up asking for the notes and the agendas and any content from that meeting and again was denied. Something's going on here. And again, I asked the Board of Education to investigate. It's time for them to stand up and step up. But also it's time for the parents to know what, what is going on and, and take action. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I think a lot of people... Uh, just pay attention to their children's grades and things like that. And uh, they're not looking at what's really going on. Kids are afraid to, to talk about it. They've been threatened at school. Uh, when, it, when it comes to grades, since Dr. Bolson's been here, I mean, let's just say it, Hartford County Public Schools is circling the drain. The kids aren't learning anything and the grades are showing it. Uh, what, what have you got to say about that? Um, yeah, that's definite. Our MCAP scores from last fall, um, in Maryland have only 8% of students proficient in math. I mean, 8%, 
that's it. That's like um, Baltimore City stuff there. Yeah, we're we're funneling hundreds of thousands of dollars into supporting this social emotional learning and this equity department, and we're totally failing in educational excellence. Um, we're not putting the money into actually teaching our kids. We're putting the money into making them social justice warriors and supporting this racist curriculum that they're they're putting in. Yeah, that's not going to do any of us any good. I, jokingly, I want to ask, you know, how where's the two point three million dollars we spent on plexiglass, you know, two years ago that was never even implemented? You know, they're they're making dumb decisions, and our children are suffering from that. As you mentioned, the, the poor grades, but I think it's been about a hundred million dollars the past two years that they've been requesting an increase in their budget, and that's to support the grant money that they took in um, during COVID and have been initiating the past few years. And I want to explain that real quick, because I don't know if um, the public understands that grant money that we get from the state to cover um, positions that say like Bolson hired, uh, when that grant money is gone, those positions don't just go away. They're still there. So now our taxpayer dollars have to go fund that money because the grant has run out. So Bolson's taking in hundreds of thousands of dollars in grants that we're going to be on the hook for when that money goes away. So basically the grant money was seeds. They were bad seeds that they planted. And now they want money to cultivate those bad seeds. I mean, they've shown zero results. Thank God we got rid of the last County executive. He was just throwing money at these guys for no reason. Uh, Glad handing them, slapping them on the back, wouldn't talk to his constituents and his constituents are fed up. People are fed up. This, I'll tell you the good thing about all this. Dr. Bolson has been the best public superintendent for homeschooling that we've ever seen. He's driven more and more people to homeschool, which is great. Kids, get your kids out of the public schools. They are not learning anything. It's horrible. I don't, speaking of Dr. Bolson, does he have any children in the public schools? Don't believe so. I'm probably graduated by now, but um, yeah, they were enjoying uh, a private school system. Oh. Um, outside of our county and actually going to school while our kids were shut down. So they were not victims of government schools. Nope. Hmm. Interesting. But again, we need to take all of our kids out, and I'm happy to say that I had to do it. Um, I made it a year and a half in. Wow. So another thing I see going on is a a lot of um, people saying one thing and doing another during election season. So – it appeared during election season that everybody wanted Dr. Bolson gone, but I have not seen that come to fruition. I haven't seen anybody talking about it. And what, what I think is going on is um, a lot of the, a lot of the people that run Hartford County, the Hartford County elites, if you will, they pretend to be conservative and they support candidates that have R's after the name, even though the candidates do whatever the, the their supporters want them to do. <clears throat> They're big money donors. Um, and, and what happened is, these same people, we had we had a chance in Maryland to get Dan Cox as governor, a, a constitutional person who was not going to put up with all this garbage, was going to let people live and do the things that they're supposed to do. Um, and, and what we ended up with was Wes Moore. And Wes Moore is a radical leftist, and he was supported by the same people that, that support uh, the Harford County Councilmen who are supposedly Republican. Wes Moore was brought in here uh, by these people, and I'm going to tell you why. 
because all they care about is their money. The, the people that run Hartford County are developers and developers' lawyers. Westmore just gave them $200 million for the capital budget. That's what they wanted. They don't care about your kids. They want the money. Because guess where their kids probably don't go? Government-run schools. And they brought Westmore to Hartford County. You know, stood outside there with the two of you protesting and saying, you know, this is not welcome. But the campaign manager of one of the sitting council county council members um, was named right on the fundraiser uh, invite list and has donated a ton of money, you know, and I think we know who uh, this person is. Dirty, dirty, dirty. So we've got problems in Hartford County public schools, but I think they are, they mimic the same thing that's going on throughout the country. So that that's probably what, we're looking at in Tennessee and other places. We've seen Loudoun County, Virginia. The parents have been up in arms down there about the same exact things that we've been up in arms about. But what happened when we went and had a nice big 300, 400-person protest? The the newspaper came out and said, oh, we're all racist and, and evil. And I'm pretty sure the feds came that day, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. They uh, they decided we were all terrorists somehow. Come on. This is the most ridiculous thing ever. People that care about their children are now terrorists. No, it's a shame. Uh, that was a good day. And, you know, I think that a lot of people did get scared away. Um, there was a lot of presence from people, children, you know, just the community coming together. And I'm telling you what, it's time to bullhorn the BOE again because they're they're making mistakes and they're there's been information presented in front of them and it's time to, to take a stand. It's time to step up for our children. It's not tomorrow. It's not wait for the, the next appointees. It takes one of these council or board of education members to go to the state and say, we have a problem with Dr. Bolson. He's doing X, Y, and Z. And this is illegal because what they're referencing in this memorandum is illegal activity. And it's documented that, you know, the things that they are potentially doing by, uh, Alex Schemmel from the, the National Desk, he did a FOIA request and he f- received the, the presentations and the, the testimonies that were given to the staff about how to train on gender ideology within the students and how to keep it from the parents. Um, so, it, Rick, you're right. It's time for Dr. Bolson to go. It's time for this board to step up and start doing some work. Absolutely. Um, and our our board that we have up there now, even though we have conservative candidates on it, um, they're quietly allowing things to happen in our schools right now um, that are horrific. And parents should be notified. They should know about them. Um, one of the biggest issues that we have going on right now is Harford Glen. Um, and if you don't know what's going on or what Harford Glen is... Um, that is an overnight camp that um, is sponsored by Harford County Public Schools. And our fifth grade students go and they spend two nights, three days there. Uh, so Monday through Wednesday, and then another group goes Wednesday through Friday. And this is an ongoing thing for all fifth graders in Harford County Public Schools. But now um, our board and administration is using Title Nine to allow transgender students um, to be counselors at this camp. So right now, your fifth grade son or daughter could potentially be sleeping in the same bunk room and using the same bathroom and shower facilities as a biological male or a biological female who identifies as the opposite sex. And I'm not sure parents are aware that that's happening right now. 
I guarantee they will claim it is not because that's what they do. They tell lies. They don't want anybody to know the truth because the truth is is impossible for anybody to agree with. So the people that stand out there and call us racist. So every time we talk about these things, there's the NAACP comes out and says we hate black people. And I haven't heard anybody talking about black people. I don't right. understand why they're doing this. I don't think people, most people support this type of radical agenda. I think most people want their kids to learn in school and they don't want this radicalness. Right. Um, let me just make one thing clear. Nobody, I mean, nobody cares about your sexuality. Nobody. What we care about um, is the need to enforce or impose your belief of sexuality down the throats of our children. That's the problem. Well, yeah. And I don't think there's, there's look, there's things kids shouldn't see. Absolutely. Uh, I, I know I, I have two kids and when they were younger and, if there was something that came on the TV they shouldn't see, you quick turned it off or you hid their eyes. You know, you try not to do that kind of stuff. It's, it's They're too young for that right now. They don't need that. Now, if other parents believe differently, they're fine in the, in the confines of their own home to show them information and teach them whatever they want. But this stuff does not need to be dissem- disseminated in the school system. Absolutely not. And I don't think... Um it's not just as simple as accepting the fact that um, right now in Harford Glen, there is a uh, high school male that identifies as a female in the female bunks. So there are so many things that can go wrong with that, that um, parents don't understand. It, it has nothing to do with being accepting of the queer community. We have, if a biological girl counselor undresses in front of a young boy starting puberty and they act out in an aggressive or immature manner because they don't know how to control themselves, now they have a bullying or sexual harassment suit that's going to follow them through their entire school career. And the same goes for the opposite way around. If you have a male student identifying as a female who is in there with young girls who his body has a natural male reaction, and then we have young girls that are exposed to that. Um, so it, it's really the scenario of the things that could go wrong in these situations. I don't think that they're thinking about. And the worst part is, is they're hiding it from parents. There is not one parent that knew about this prior to their daughters going to overnight camp there. And that's where the problem really lies. There's no transparency. Yeah, that's horrible. So the other thing that we've noticed from watching some of these meetings is uh, the, the Board of Education doesn't seem to follow Robert's Rules of Order. I don't understand how they're having meetings. I don't want to complain too much because they were having them all remotely and and now they're finally back. But what they do in the beginning of their meetings is they have one or two radical board members uh, berate the parents. There's one in particular that that he starts every meeting berating the parents, which is terrible. This guy, we don't need him. Uh, And then they don't follow Robert's rules. They just run over each other. I don't understand how they're getting anything done. And you got to go looking at the top they they've the president of the board what is she doing well she's a prime candidate to to take over and you know the destruction and she sits right next to dr bolson every single meeting and you know shouldn't say give him the puppy eyes but you know she, yes sir whatever you need sir um that type of approach and shutting out conversation and shutting out um debate or allowing as you said other people to talk over each other again does take somebody to stand up and say, no, you're out of order. You know, you hear it all the time. Um, 
down in Annapolis and DC, it needs to happen here in Hartford County as well. Because these are some serious topics and some serious destruction. And if the parents lose their voice, which we have, and we continue to lose our voice, we're already generations into this. Yeah. So I think the message here, parents, is pay attention to what's going on at these schools and get active or, or get your kids out. I mean, it's that simple. I know we're going to have a bunch of people go, oh, this is a small radical group pushing these ideas. Guess what? That is not true. This is your neighbor's. Uh, normal people. I guarantee if you go talk to most of your neighbors, they're going to be appalled if you show them some of the pictures from these books in these schools. It, it's not right, folks. It's not right at all. So I don't know if we have a whole lot more to discuss with uh, with regard to the destruction of schools. I know we have other episodes where we can dive into some of these things, but do you guys, either one of you, have anything else that you'd like to add to this? No, I think you hit all the points as a parent, as a community member, even if you're not a parent, if you're a grandparent or if just anybody here in the community, you should be concerned because, again, these are the people you're going to have to to work with, live with, be community members with. We are all neighbors and this is all happening. Our children are failing in our school system and our school system is failing them and the government run funded system is not the solution. We need to come together as parents. We need to find these solutions. We need to be vocal about it and hold these people accountable because if they're doing illegal activities, they need to go to jail or they need to be, um, as I said, held accountable. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, we just, parents need to stay vigilant. They need to watch over what's happening in our schools um, because we just need to stop holding one person's beliefs over everybody else's. We really need to stop wiping away the rights of our kids to appease another. Um, We're teaching our children to hate. We're teaching them violence. We're teaching them to that the color of their skin defines who they are. And that is not what you know, our American people died for, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. fought for people to be judged by the content of their character, not by the color of their skin. Um, We just really need to take a step back and look what is at, look at what's actually going on in our schools and, um, you know, stand up and just say something. They need to know that we're watching them. I love it. I love it. So, One of the things you can do out there, if you have information or if you want to send us tips or just ask questions, you can go to wethepeopleofmd.org. You can email us at info at wethepeopleofmd.org. You can go to our website. There's tabs on there. You can look at different things. Get in contact with us with your information. Uh, If you want to become active, we can get you in contact with people that become active. We have a monthly meeting at a vineyard where... Last night, we, we had a really good speaker from uh, Power to the Parents. So there's a lot of good things going on in Harford County. We're trying to fight this stuff, and we need your help. Every crooked move you make, every corrupt breath you take, we'll be watching you.